blind your eyes Steal your tongue Take it when you're over Watchables. I guess that's our. Do we have a a name for our listeners? The barely watchablers. Uh, the BW. <laughs> the BW crew. The B Dubs. The B Dubs. There you go. B Dubs. All right. How about well, the B Dubs? Ho ho ho, B Dubs. Um, <laughs> we have a special movie for you this week. We have the most confusing Christmas movie that wasn't on the Hallmark or Lifetime channel. And that is Santa with Muscles, starring Hulk Hogan. 1997. You could see some 90s rock in there, too, in this movie, right? So, <laughs> well, we'll get into it. Let's first take our ceremonial shot, though. Uh, tonight we're drinking uh, Fireball. Fireball. Prost. <laughs> All right. All right, who wants to go with their one word? I'm going to say... Hey, brother! That's my two words. Sorry. <laughs> Mine is ho ho horrible. <laughs> you got one? I actually thought, no, I don't have a word. I just want to say that this podcast is taking a toll on my mental health. <laughs> I am literally going insane I was watching these the movies. And it, especially watching a movie where a mad geologist tortures people like. This movie almost hit my breaking point. And I went... All these movies I've been somewhat negative towards, and I came into this movie wanting to be positive, and I just couldn't. Yeah, I mean, I... I I mean, I picked the movie out, so I should have been more positive about it myself, but, I mean, right right away I started, like, I'm like, oh, this is definitely going to be a poor acting, poor plot movie I could see right off the bat. I mean, it just ran right into the first scene with Hulk Hogan... Uh, Blake in, in the movie, um, you know, some eccentric multi-millionaire beating the shit out of all his help. You know, I thought I was in like a, a China, a China CEO, you know, taking, taking advantage of his fucking little kid employees or something. I don't know what was happening. Yeah. There. When it first started, cause I really didn't, um, read into the movie beforehand. So I just figured Santa with muscles be Hulk Hogan. And I was like, Oh, wait a minute. Is he like a spy? <laughs> you know, like it had the old Mission Impossible kind of beginning, like you he's know, just beating the shit out of all these people, and but, I'm like, yeah, what's yeah, going it's on here? It's all his help. workers. He's a rich. Yeah, basically, this plot. I I have a funny feeling the writers were just going as we were the day was start like going today. I think we should do this. I think yeah, let's put on his Santa suit. Let's cut the sleeves off. All right, what do you guys want to do now? <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I mean, we found right away though that he he is definitely a guy to take some risks. Right, we found out Blake definitely takes risks. He's not. I thought you were talking about Hulk Hogan taking risks on his acting career because every fucking movie he made was fucking horrible. Well, I'm just kind of surprised he's acting so bad. I mean, that's all he do in WWF is act, and he seems seemed to be great in that kind of a venue. But when he got on the screen, it's awful, right? <laughs> you know, that's a good point. That is a good point because it he's he's really stiff. Yeah, <laughs> for someone who he reads the lines, performs like, a like, lot. It's like, yeah, you know, it's like talking the lines instead of like really acting the lines. You know, maybe it was that false hair on his head 
was too tight. <laughs> I was just—I was just gonna ask. I don't remember Hulk Hogan in hair plugs, but did he? <laughs> that had to be a super nice wig or something. That was—that was a wig because he doesn't have it. Hair like that, so. So do these guys have to sign waivers to be his employees to like so that they don't sue him? I mean, for like throwing full metal plates at their heads and like beating the shit out of them or what? I mean, this doesn't seem like a normal group of. Uh, they chefs. must have good health insurance at Hogan CEO. <laughs> well, tell us how this starts out, Jim. Well, doesn't it start right up in the paintball? <laughs> it actually starts. This movie starts out. With a knockoff Cindy Lou Who. Uh, and she had one of the most depressing opening Santa letters. Her, it starts out, Santa, how are you? I'm not well. Just like a seven-year-old girl. She did, that's right. <laughs> just out of nowhere, just sad orphan to start this movie. And then, like you said, goes to Hulk Hogan and some paintball. No, this is what I don't get, Kate. He's doing this. I, I I love paintball. I don't. I know there's nothing wrong with the paintball itself, but the fact that he's risking to run from the police in his car and have a car chase and pretty much give up his whole <laughs> career and all his money based on a paintball game well, every, made no everybody, sense to me whatsoever. Everybody knows him because he wasn't he like uh, one of the richest men in the ten yeah, states. Yeah. I don't know which 10 states. So, well, how is he getting away with this anyway? So he's just, richest doing, man this, in he's 10 just states. doing this for fun and then he's going to get arrested and that, that would have been it or what? I don't get it. There are so many plot holes <laughs> regarding Hulk Hogan being like the 10th richest person in the world. Like for one, how is he the 10th richest person in the world for just basically selling like muscle milk? That's what I wrote down. I said he's, that a, makes no sense. He's a health nutritionist. <laughs> But yes, he's this rich tycoon. This was the '90s, guys. You guys don't remember that? I mean, there was there was some big products out in. That's exactly, exactly when those when, what were those so the stores guy that called does them all. What are those stores called? Those health stores. The ones GNC. that sell through. Yeah, G, that's like when GNC just opened up and started blowing up. I, that was like the least surprising part of the whole thing for me. I mean, that that was like the time '90s, the, the late '90s. Uh, okay, uh, I won't he, buy that. But Hulk Hogan's also like missing for numerous days, and if he like if Jeff Bezos was missing for more than like ten hours, the cops would go looking for him. You know, like people would be out there looking for him. Well, I just thought that he, or if Jeff Bezos was shooting at the police, especially <laughs> Ron, about... Ron Howard's brother. You guys are talking about Jeff Bezos, but I was thinking more like Jeff Epstein. Like this is the biggest waste of his <laughs> of his time to do the things he did and risk what he was risking. You know, since Jeff Epstein, at least he got something out of it. <laughs> Besides paintball. <laughs> but we anyways... talk about Hulk Hogan shooting paintballs at the cops and the cops' reaction. Clint Howard is so great in here. Clint Howard is always one of my favorites. Anytime Clint Howard's in a in a movie, it's so great. That ugly motherfucker. As soon as I saw him, I was like, "Yes, <laughs> this movie is gonna be good." I mean, we'll, we'll talk about the cops later because drives... so the cops are so bad in here, and, and what happens to the cops? So, I mean, early well, it wasn't too bad, but later it gets. It, it was gets like Keystone, yeah, Keystone Copish. It yeah. was so the, bad. Early it was the worst part because when the bike hits Ron Howard's brother's car, he freaks out, calls He's dispatch, a... and says, "Oh, it's terrorist." Yeah, <laughs> I wrote on here, <laughs> cracked out Barney Fife, <laughs> <laughs> like. These people in motorcycles and paintballs must be terrorists. That was the immediate conclusion that Clint Howard went to. As a cop, no less. This John Murlowski, real quick, the director, 
this is this guy is like he had an amazing career. He he uh, directed such classics as Cop Dog and Zombie Hamlet. Hamlet, <laughs> you know, like this guy is awful. So he went nowhere after. <laughs> he this? went nowhere during the. All whole I know is I I saw or I didn't see I I uh, on IBM I, or IMB I think it was. It said that the writers tried to sue um, the uh, whoever the owners Producer of this the movie. Owner, yeah. yeah. Because they won their names off the, <laughs> the script. <laughs> so you know how bad a movie is when the writers are trying to sue to get their names off of the, the movie title. So he, he escapes from the cops by going into a mall and uh, somehow ends up going down with a laundry chute or something like that. Yeah. how he gets dropped down on, a, on his head, right? Do you guys know what the, um, the percentage of chance of people actually getting amnesia you guys don't know what that is. What is it? Did you look it in up? In the world ever. 1.8% of people ever in the world have ever suffered from amnesia. It's used as a like a plot in so many damn movies, but it is so almost impossible to happen ever. You know, it's just, uh, it's used almost in every, how many movies had amnesia? You know, it's just like, it's, so, it's such an easy, I don't remember anything. And, and then all of a sudden you all of a sudden remember again, you know. Well, I know so um, Shaggy tried using it too in that song. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I think we'd all would, we would benefit by being able to say we had amnesia for sure. Times in our life. Um, but so he, what? Yeah, I got a quick question. Yep. Was in the eighties and like early nineties, was every mall elf a degenerate old man? <laughs> yes, um, yes, that is actually true. Um, no, I, I actually, I always thought it was like some high school kids that couldn't get jobs. Always. I, that's, that's what I remember. But in this movie, it posits that like all the mall elves are like gambling addicted, like so 50 did, year old men. I, I was really confused right off the bat about this whole elf game. Like it was like these guys sitting in the back room and it, it was almost like it was like, like the mob. <laughs> you know, it's like what the fuck yeah. is this? like the the the, the mall elves yeah. and and this lady are like somehow like all involved in some mobster and, thing, or and they all yeah, it seems like they all owe money to the mob or yeah, something. Yeah, it's this... all weird. And, then, and, then, and then he knows somehow he's connected with the mad scientist, and right away we kind of start fighting. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And then they that was Don Stark from that '70s show. You yeah, know, did you notice that? Yeah. Um, and uh, Mia. With, or Mila. Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis, whatever her name is. She was in her too. She was like... You both butchered it, but that's okay. It's Mila. 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 Mila Kunis. It's Mila, right? <laughs> Joel got it right, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Is it Mila or Mila? Mila. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mila. <laughs> All right. Anyway, she was, she was a little little baby here. <laughs> Fuck you. But this is where I think her and Don Stark got the idea for that 70s show. Why might be in this movie right here. Um... But do you do you know what the connection is from the mall the mall elves and this mad scientist? Anyone know this at all? What do you mean? Like right away he's he has, he's having communication with this mad scientist off the bat. He, he owes he owes, he owes he's money. Like he's a loan shark as well. Oh, is that what it, he, I missed that I mean, part? Yeah. Okay. He's I, like, I'll pay you. I'll pay you. I swear I'm good for it. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah. So he's is is obviously with that with the mansion that 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 mad scientist lived in. He's rich too. Which I don't get either because at the well to not to move it. Let's not get too fast. I guess. Well, I'm just saying you're right. At the end, it it shows that he he says he wasn't rich. So yeah, I I don't get that part either. Confused. Yeah, there were so many plot holes that they they're trying to. You couldn't. There wasn't enough fucking dirt and landfill to fill these fucking plot holes. Are just so (laughs) huge. And like I said, I think as the days were going on, they're like, well, how are we gonna, you know, 
how are we gonna take care of this plot hole that we we just oh yeah let's do this you know let's let's forget the he orphanage stole his I guess. wallet so they're like oh we gotta have a scene where he tries to get the money out so let's let's I don't remember these machines back in the 90s where they had the ATMs where you had a with a thumbprint thumbprint I don't remember that and remember that? and a voice activated <laughs> I don't remember those. there was no way there's just in this small town where there's two, only two millionaires and and they both grew up together they don't know each other but. <laughs> <laughs> We'll get to that later. You know what the worst part about this movie was? I watched it on Tubi, and with Tubi, there's commercials. And every time <laughs> there was a commercial, it was the John Travolta as Santa Capital One commercial. <laughs> and I don't know if you two also had to suffer through this, but that, that was, was actually painful. worse than this movie, and this movie was brutal. Yeah, that was painful. <laughs> that commercial is bad. It went so many great places with those two guys, with Sam Jackson and him, and they had to do it the way they did it. You know, it's just like, nope. Yeah, I think you swear too much. Maybe it's <laughs> the same. A... Maybe it's the same writer that wrote this movie did that commercial. Awful. So somehow he gets amnesia, and uh, the elf, whatever his name was, Lenny. Lenny, Lenny somehow convinces him that he's no. Did he convince him that he was the mall Santa or the real Santa Claus? I mean, he they said the real Santa Claus, right? Yes, he, he tried to tell me he was Santa. So this guy, even with amnesia, is so fucking stupid. He believes he is. He's a. He's a. What are you talking about, character. brother? He believes he's a fictional character. Is that correct? Is that what I'm trying to? Yes. Oh, okay. So my point is, why wouldn't Lenny try and get on the good side of Hulk Hogan? He knows that once he sees that Hulk Hogan's like the tenth richest person in the world, why wouldn't you be like trying to help him in the sense like getting a good, being in a good favor of him? Doesn't that make more sense than trying to like steal this guy's like a thousand dollars from this guy? Hundred percent. Well, I mean, I, at the reality is, is depending on how much money he owed that guy. I mean, you might want to try getting that money first, but once you once you don't get it, I'd give him his wallet back and try to try to try to help him out. Hey, I, I, I turn him in. You know, I'm thinking about this now. I don't think it was a lot of money because that one. Um, uh, she was kind of the, the slutty uh, elf in the beginning. She's like looking for Santa. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? That blonde elf. Wow. <laughs> Were you, were you sure you were watching the same movie? Were you sure you weren't watching? Uh... No, no. Remember, she says, "Where's Santa? Where's Santa?" I'll give, I'll give somebody fifty dollars. I don't they... think she was a slutty elf. I think she was just like the mall, the head of the mall. No, she was dressed like an elf, wasn't she? Maybe <laughs> no. that was just my dreams. I think you're having fantasies <laughs> that night. Anyways, okay. With my fantasy aside, she's like, "I'll give anybody fifty dollars to find Santa." And that's when Lenny goes, my my problems are solved. So he obviously only owed fifty dollars, <laughs> which he had more than he had like hundreds of dollars. I know. In, in so why did he just take a hundred out of his wallet, that, dude, and, and just leave him? With it. Yes, just leave it the rest of the money and just quit your job. Obviously, that's you don't why. Make that much when money. you had to talk, I was like, wait a minute. I think he he said fifty dollars. He goes, that's that'll be it. I'm taken care of. So yeah, I'm I'm just so conf- at this point of the movie, I was already just so confused, and then I'm like, well, you know, they're gonna have to start beating some people up because this is all this is the whole idea, you know, Santa with muscles, and of course, <laughs> we got the two bad guys, or not 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 even mean main bad guys, just some punks in the in the mall that are gonna steal the the money for the orphanage. Is that what it was that yeah. they were collecting for? Yep. And the lady- now that I'm thinking about it, this guy, this mad scientist, that's like a millionaire. Why the fuck does he care about fifty dollars? You feel like if you're a million dollar loan shark, you would just let this fifty dollars slide. This 
not have to like let this guy and this Lenny guy be in your life anymore. I have a feeling he had to lean on that mansion, is what it was, and so like he's probably always he probably he probably he's probably up to his head. You know, he does he's on debt right now, and Ed Bag Ed Bagley does he's not let pay any off all debt these people slide. that work for him. You know, I know him personally. <laughs> <laughs> Can we so, talk about the mad scientist's crew? Yeah, let's do that. The henchmen. Well, first of all, there's there's the, um, like you said, Ed Bagley. And then he has like a personal doctor, <laughs> evil doctor. <laughs> I didn't get that part either. Like, it was torture. Um, torture tactics, crew? His torture tactics come, you know, become hanging people upside down <laughs> by their feet, which is real scary. Did they ever explain? Maybe I don't know if I miss this. Did they ever explain what's wrong with Ed Bagley? Like, why was he like in a hyper chamber? Why was he had doctors? He why did just, he... I thought he was just like one of those guys, those germaphobe kind of dudes. That, so that's all it was. Know, wasn't like he had this like I, I don't know. I, I think it was probably you know like Bane has to breathe through this. I mean, mask I we'll get to it. I have, I have my own theories about what happened in the orphanage, but we'll we'll talk about that <laughs> later. Oh no! <laughs> so basically, he was just a germaphobe. That's what look, that's what I like to, right, to me. Just another plot hole. And yeah. I just thought they were trying to make him into like a super villain. Like, I think what happened. Correct. Correct. That, but they don't that, really explain. Like villains do odd things. Villains do like don't do normal people things. Correct. So that's why that's the only thing I thought of. All right. Uh, let's get into this villainous group. First, there's a geologist, <laughs> which I'm not sure the point of a torturing geologist. So my thing is that if you want to enforce, you know. Some torturing measures you have to hire a geologist slash archaeologist if you don't have one of those people you're not going to be able to do great torture you need that you know they <laughs> but can why get, though like what do they, they do, do they like... do some crazy digging you know and so they know how to use the pitch the one of those little tools that the archaeologists use the geologists use those little pitch little hammer hammer forks things yeah pick they, camp picks they do that that's 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 a that's a crazy method that's used in vietnam it was using a lot of different wars trust me in, in torture methods okay i don't think the fucker did nothing in the whole movie but <laughs> i don't understand what they're tor <laughs> torturing normal people in town by take you know to take their land and it's like nobody's reporting these fucking crazies that are in this house at all they just all driving like, this yes ice, just take my driving land. this ice cream truck around <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get into that. Bad guys abducting people in an ice cream truck. Bad optics. But, no, the second guy then is a Canadian chemist. Yes. Also didn't didn't make sense why what a chemist would do with torturing. Was that the guy? Oh, he was, but that was because of, obviously, the same as the archaeologist. That's to make sure that the chemicals around the, the crystals that we're going to find out about later. I mean, I think, obviously, that's the reason why he has all these crews. How he made them evil and become... People that would do the stuff that he wants them to do is interesting because. All right, they explain the electric lady. That I have no fucking clue with. That all of a sudden we have a superhero. She did nothing. She did Electra. fucking Electra. nothing. Electra comes up here and she's got like. She got electrocuted at the she end. That's all. She did. And she yeah, but like, she didn't really do nothing. No, I don't torture people. Really, I didn't see anything. But she was tortured early. She had given a couple of shocks, didn't she? But the one dude that was up there. Well, maybe I was watching a slutty elf. Video I think halfway through, you started watching a nasty. Christmas I had a split screen. Movie. I had a split screen on. Was, Hulk, was this the Hulk Hogan sex tape? Maybe I had that on the other screen. Oh no. Um. So yeah, that was all the henchmen, right? We named them all. Yeah, I mean they're 
prominent in this movie. They're probably like second build in this movie. They were almost I would every, say. Scene, every scene they're out there doing some kind of crazy shit for <laughs> apparently no reason whatsoever. I mean, we know that they want to get this land because we find out later that there's some catacombs underneath all, I guess, all this land, which is... Where, where was this supposed to be taking place at? Did you ever hear? What, what state is this in? It's in L.A. It was in L.A.? <laughs> okay. So yeah. the L.A. catacombs. Okay, yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's where it was. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like this movie is like kind of a Christmas movie. Like Hulk Hogan's a bad guy, like a bad human, and then he has amnesia and becomes Santa and like learns to be good. That's the first hour. Oh, yeah, by the way, there are magic crystals in an underground cave underneath this orphanage, like out of nowhere. At so the where, hour but mark. Where, where you don't think he would have uh, had some questions himself about the fact that he's really Santa when he took off his own beard and everything? <laughs> like he's like, wait, am I really Santa? And, he, and he's the one who made up the lie. Like, well, you know, uh, I only, you know, I, I, I forgot whatever his lie it was. Of why well, what he said was because he came out without his beard, mm-hmm. and the little girl goes, "Santa, where's your beard?" And he's like, uh, "Mrs. Claus says it tickles." Of course, my mind right away went to the gutter, but. (laughs) (laughs) If I was Hulk Hogan, the moment I would realize I wasn't Santa is just like my first interaction with Lenny the Elf. Because this is not a normal elf. This is a scumbag (laughs) elf. And right then you should know that this guy has no association with the North Pole. You never watched that uh, that claymation movie, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? There are some some slimy elves, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I don't know where to go next at this movie. Well, this movie's, uh... Well, you know, he spends some time at the orphanage. He has to get over to the orphanage eventually. After he beats the shit out of these two dudes, he goes to the orphanage because he wants to save the day somehow over there, and they need his help. We don't really... We're not really explaining why he figured that out besides the fact that he needed money. But, um, he goes to the orphanage and starts befriending kids and, and making promises that he can never keep. <laughs> I, I I could understand why he only wanted to help three kids. Yeah, that's there's the like, smallest orphan I wrote, I've ever seen. There's a, thousands and millions of homeless and poor kids out there, but yet he's got to take care of these three orphans, orphans in, this <laughs> in this small town, small of town LA. building. The small town of LA. With Santa, the three orphans. <laughs> really, Santa Hogan, if you're going to help people, really help them. Don't help three kids. Was it just me or was that ginger orphan the biggest downer of all time? <laughs> yeah, oh my god. <laughs> that was one ugly kid. <laughs> well, that's just funny. ugly. That's I'm not saying he's ugly. Like, I'm oh. just saying he was so goddamn negative that, like, oh, no yes. wonder he's not getting adopted. <laughs> he was, he was <laughs> negative. He's got, like, this old man outlook on life at the age of, like, 11. <laughs> Speaking of old man, how about Garrett Morris? Oh, yeah. Another famous person in this movie who. Probably he's shaking his head to this day. He's like, what the fuck was I thinking? From SNL to... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Santa with muscles. I mean, he actually was... His he was his acting was good. He's obviously a good actor. Yeah. He was fine, but as soon as I saw him, I was like, what the hell? Why are you in here? Um, Who is this movie made for? Um, I, I would say... Not me. I would say six graders, if I had to guess. You know what it seems like? I mean, maybe they thought other people would think it's funny, but I would say sixth graders. You know what this movie was? Maybe it was, but I don't remember. I, my son was this it an ABC movie. after school special? No, this was a freaking full movie. It actually but doesn't it seem like it was made a whole two hundred some thousand dollars when it came out? But doesn't it seem like it was an after school special? It seems like it should have been. Right? Yeah, yeah. But it, it was coming out. It was brutal. This is, I mean, ninety. You guys got to understand the nineties were just huge 
in wrestling. I mean, wrestling was so huge. Yeah, but was... 90s was also huge in nudity and things like that. And... <laughs> well, or some Hogan, kind of a... Hulk Hogan wasn't ready how, to change his... But how about uh... some kind of romance? There was, like, no romance in between the Hulk two... Hulk Hogan doesn't have any romance in any of his movies, though. In, like, Mr. Nanny and uh, No Holds Barred. Why do you think that, that is? That ni- the and the ninjas, you, the, the three ninjas you were movie. Able, the fact that you were able to name off three Hulk Hogan movies was just unbelievable to me right I, I know of one, No Holes Barred. <laughs> I know that he was in, like... Uh, right? Rocky three, I think, for a scene fighting uh, Hulk yeah, Hogan. Yeah, thunder thighs. Yeah. All right, Gene. Why do you think that? I just don't think like Hulk Hogan like asked for it. Like most actors ask. And why? And here's my theory. And of course, we have to bring it up every podcast. Oh goodness, he's gonna get homo again. Yep, I think. <laughs> well, I think that's one of the reasons why he got divorced, wasn't it? That was the I rumors was going around. Yeah, I thought. I thought because his, his wife was like fucking some black guy. Oh, that too. (laughs) (laughs) No, maybe, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's nothing gay about grabbing men, so if you're a wrestler, a football player, you're definitely not gay. Half half, uh, nude in tights? No, nothing at all. I'm looking up for the name of the Hulk Hogan ninja movie, forgive me. So anyways, but while you look that up, so the the mad scientist, meanwhile, is, is... setting these plots to get into this place to to pretty much i don't know is, is his plan to just take over this orphanage and and without having them sell it over there was like no idea of what his plan was besides the fact that they were trying to go and hurt people they kind of kept, kept coming in to try to physically hurt people right again their the plot to this movie was horrible they could have just basically you could basically just bought them out or you know done other things to they had the only, I, I can't see how they could stay open with three orphans. And I'm or why not? Sure they weren't getting a lot of money. Or why not just say, here, I'm going to buy the house down the street. You guys stay at this one because I want the yeah. catacombs underneath. Yeah. Just stay <laughs> it's like, that. Yeah. yeah. It's just so dumb. And, and If you're a part of this orphanage and you have a vault underneath you, wouldn't you be a little bit curious and try and open it? It seems like both all the adults couldn't care less about right. just a vault being underneath this well, let's talk church. about let's talk about the let's talk about real quick the catacombs real quick okay this is actually a real deal you know that some people thought that was far far strung that's not far strung there's a there's a <laughs> a crystal called autonite it's lurid yellow it turns green and scales when it illuminates it makes radioactive and uh, it's radioactive. It, 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 it you know, like I said, it's fluorescent. It's in North Dakota and stuff. So that's actually one of the things that, even though it seems so unreal, was probably one of the more real things. Now I don't think as you dropped one, it would blow up like like they did in the movie. Um, but what I thought was really interesting was the fact that we found out later in the movie that both the Mad Doctor and Hulk were both orphans at this place originally somehow and this is a big plot hole somehow hulk hogan you know he ends up knowing the last um first of all there's a freaking vault why was there why would there be a vault in these catacombs anyways if it's just like a natural thing somebody actually made a, a vault and had a had a little uh passcode that you needed to get in the kids just magically figured out the first three three <laughs> yeah. numbers to get into it and Hulk I didn't get Hogan, that either. Hulk Hogan remembers it, right? 
But here's the here's the plot hole in that whole deal is that, you know, he actually revealed that after his memory was back. So he should have been he should have remembered at that point that he was an orphan there, right? Because he oh he was shocked that he was an orphan there. But and this was already he already came out of amnesia at that point. You okay. don't remember your life when you, so, when you come out of amnesia that you were an orphan. So there's a combination to this vault, right? Yeah. And these kids know the first three numbers. Or somehow, I don't know how they might. And then Hulk Hogan's the fourth number. Never explained why any of them knew any of the fucking numbers. Like, well, it wasn't like. Well, they're all oh, yeah. orphans there, so they all were just like. I, I, here's my theory. You know, here's my theory about the orphanage. The orphanage, this is a secret spy orphanage because they're teaching them to do shit that no other orphans could ever do in their life. Teaching them how to break codes. They're teaching them how to become rich millionaires because obviously two of them just came out and became like millionaires and mad scientists. So not only are they academically amazing, but they are also willing to do, I mean, what kind of camps were going on at this orphanage that, that built these amazing kids, amazing humans? And they also do cleanup work because every time Hulk Hogan kicked the shit out of people... He'd be like, come on, kids, help me clean these up. <laughs> Remember, he did like twice. He's like, let's clean this up. So do you think your, your what's his name, was the, the, the that black dude, what was his name? Garrett that's Morris. Garrett Morris was this secret spy that was like teaching them just to be amazing uh, human beings. He what? did recognize uh, Hulk Hogan, Santa, right away. <laughs> so, right away, he said to me, he's so like, right I'm right? happy for you or something. Did he say something like, yeah. yeah, I'm glad you're doing the right thing? <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> I don't think it's like a secret government agency, but I do think it's some like Italian job thing that they're going on right now. Oh, where here, they here's, here's have why, the success. But here's why I'm also saying this: like he, they obviously had taught child labor to these kids early because both Hulk, he's doing the labor, he's making his own laborers fight him and do all kinds of bad shit, and then the mad scientist when he comes over there and takes over the the orphanage, he puts all those kids into. Into like you know slave labor <laughs> right away they help him go collect the collect the crystals so I mean they had some crazy Chinese factory CEO shit going on there I'm telling you why did the bad guy want to destroy the crystals did he want to destroy them or did he want to get them all because he was gonna like make money off them or gonna do some kind of scientific experiment I was under the impression that he was like gonna blow it all up maybe I'm wrong. I thought that just would happen. I don't. I thought he wanted to collect them. I thought he was going to have these kids come in here and collect all of them, and he was going to do something with. You know, that's why he's a mad scientist. He was going to collect them for some reason. Again, plot didn't really explain that. All right, before we go on any further, I have to have another shot. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have one here. I have one too. <laughs> this movie. This is giving me a headache. I have to get. This. All right, bros. <laughs> all right. So how did? These crystals blow up. That also did not make any sense to me. No, they stepped. Didn't one of them like step? Like when a kid step on it or, or drop it and it blew up? They, they're radioactive, so they made it sound like it was really bad. You know that these crystals are going to be like just you know they can blow. So up are they really bad or good? Chem- I don't well, understand. I think, these. I think they're chemicals you could probably use for anything. That could be sometimes bad things create good things. You know you have snake venom that can kill you, but when you use it, it can become something positive. But what I thought was funny is like it was so dangerous, you had to be very careful around them. And then Hulk Hogan and the mad scientists have a have a sword war with the crystals. You know? <laughs> they're like, they're, <laughs> right. They both grab two crystals from the wall. So if and they hit each, each other, it's their like, hands are going to blow why, up, right? Why are they right? blowing up yes. right now? What the hell's going on here? I'm like, what the hell's going on? But I loved in that in that scene when the the, like, the climax scene where they're all fighting in the orphanage and shit. What I thought was so great was that Hulk Hogan did 
most of his work worth with a T square, like the, the big weapon. I saw that too. I wrote that down. I wrote T square question mark. <laughs> like of all the things you could grab in an orphanage, T square. The T square. I mean, nothing would have broken like a second. There was Those two. There was two henchmen <laughs> that used the T square. If you noticed that, two different ones. T, -t squares. So I'm like, what like, the what hell? The T squares, dude. <laughs> Again, it probably was like. You know, read like, a weapon, read a weapon. Uh, there's that T-square sitting there. Grab it, use it. General drafting. I remember taking that, those T-squares a lot back in the day. <laughs> what the Mad Scientist crew does to that orphanage is immediate grounds for not only arrest, but like d tens and tens of years of prison time. <laughs> like the orphanage is worried about like them taking over. It's like just call the cops and have them sent to prison. They've already like... Yeah. done so much but damage you, but, to your property but, but you've already saw the cops in this in this town they probably knew that this would never the happen cops are, are These cops in this town are worse than the ones they're run in, uh, they're run house. by ron howard's brother so <laughs> they're worse than the cops in Roadhouse. <laughs> can we talk about how clint howard passed the police academy <laughs> i don't know but you know what's funny i i just talking about the cops i mean there's that there was a one another scene at the end where they were you're trying to escape from the cops. I think he was trying to get over to the orphanage or something. I forgot what exactly was happening. But he throws out two bottles of, like, uh, I don't know if it was the milk or if it was, like, oil or what was it? What was it that he threw out? It was olive oil. Olive oil. Two bottles of olive oil can take out, like, eight cop cars. <laughs> it's so sweet. I didn't know that. <laughs> How about the part? <laughs> he throws it out, and all of a sudden, every cop car swears. <laughs> How about the part when I, one cop brings out a bazooka? Was, he brings out a bazooka, <laughs> and he shoots it. Of course, it goes right at Ron Howard's brother's I see Ron Howard's brother. Clint Howard's car. Blows it up, and then Clint Howard's like, who did that? And all of a sudden, they're like, what? Throwing, town, a, they're throwing a bazooka back and forth. No, he did it. No, he did it. In this town, we use bazookas against uh, traffic <laughs> offenders. We use bazookas against traffic offenders in this town. <laughs> that they time, had, like, the Three Stooges. Like, you're right. They had a Three Stooges comedic moment where they're playing hot potato with the bazooka, trying to be like, who's... <laughs> you think at the, like, the, at the town meeting, they're like, okay, you know the funds we had set up for the... Uh, Jackets for the um, um, uh, cops uh, vest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bulletproof vest. Yeah. Do you know where that money went? <laughs> yeah, we decided to buy a buy bazooka. A bazooka. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The other thing that was kind of definitely 90s that, that you would never happen these days, especially in movies, was um, um, when they were fighting Electra in the. It looked like a church. I don't know what it was supposed to be, what it was supposed to be in the in the orphanage. It was like in a church kind of setting. Um, Lenny punched her like straight up punched the chick. It was great. I was like, me too would not be having that shit anymore. That would not be happening these days. I love that line because she's like she says to Hulk Hogan, "You wouldn't punch a man." And Lenny's just like, "I will. I, I'm a degenerate scumbag. Elf. I'll punch a woman. No problem." Do you know in that in that church scene, there, uh, there was like the Asian. I don't know where this guy came from, but it was like a, a big Asian bad guy. Do you guys yeah. know who that was? Was it another wrestler? Yeah, it was uh, Brutus the Farmer Beefcake. Oh, was it? Yes. <laughs> He's not even Asian. He's like from Chicago. <laughs> but they just I didn't recognize they gave him like a Fu Manchu, and he's like, hey, yeah. Oh, nice. Because I mean, the dude was huge. He was built. Aren't they so, like, brothers they or something? Aren't they wrestlers? Or, aren't they brothers or something? Who, Hogan and him? Yeah. No, they're really good friends. Okay, there's someone, he's a, he's a brother to one of the other wrestlers. I forgot which one it was. All right. Hogan Beefcake are good friends. 
So, I mean, let's be honest. that That's kind of like... <laughs> be honest, this went. movie's fucking horrible. I mean, at the very end... Here's another thing that's like pretty unbelievable in the whole movie. Um, at the very end, he beats... Well, there's just so much shit during that whole ending scene where people are falling out of places and living and he you know just all kinds of stupid shit that happens but um whoa what's going on nothing okay um so <laughs> going on. that was a teaser don't that was a me. teaser just so we wanted to make sure everyone knew what was going on here <laughs> don't mind me <laughs> um was you take two shots of fireball, you start playing shit. By the way, we definitely need an intern if everyone's interested. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Joel. <laughs> well, so they end up getting arrested, these guys, the guys from the ice cream. Were you going to say something about the ice cream truck? You said you had you wanted to say something <laughs> yeah. before. Was, was there anything you wanted to mention about the ice cream truck? No, just that it's bad optics that these ba- these people are abducting in an ice cream truck. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, if you if you're a if you're a bad guy and you send out your henchmen, you probably don't send them out think, in the ice think cream truck. As soon truck. as you grabbed a, a little kid and got him into your ice cream truck, that there that would have been some red flags that have popped up right away. Definitely. Um, but like when they did arrest these guys, and then like all of a sudden Hulk Hogan just gives them like that guy's mansion as their new orphanage again for three orphans. Is that I don't know. There's got to be some kind of legal. <laughs> How does this guy have to give up his orphanage? I mean, he's in jail, but he's not like it's not anyone else's mansion. Or how do you have to give up his mansion to mad scientists? Again, that makes no clue. And then at no the end, there's like 15 orphans. Yes. Well, now yeah. Be- where did they come from? Well, I think what happened is during this movie, like a lot of people left their wives, and so there's <laughs> a lot of kids that were like solo kids that people were just like, forget this shit. And you know, this movie to this place had a lot of bad lines. Dialogue, but the worst part about this movie was they added like fake laughing, not like um, Big Bang Theory laughing laugh track, but they made like the supporting cast members try and fake laugh at like things people said, <laughs> even though it wasn't funny. And that I think was that was the worst part of this movie. <laughs> like that whole dinner, the first dinner scene where like Lenny's doing like like a stand-up bit and like. <laughs> He's making all these kids like fake laugh. I was so disturbed. As a as a movie that was made probably for kids, it just felt wrong. How about how about the um, slow mo uh, glass milk or whatever uh, <laughs> whatever Hulk Hogan was drinking? And he's had like a slow mo like looking at his fingers and the, drinking it. And it was like, what the fuck is going on? It's like all that because he was just looking at getting a thumbprint from the glass, but that was pretty awkward. So yeah, this movie just uh, it just ends. Yeah, Hulk Hogan and Lenny become God. good, even though they're like the scummiest human beings to start <laughs> at the film. Well, they all they all go live at the mansion, right? Um, now, when they go to this mansion with all these kids, do you remember the part where Garrett Morris is riding a lawnmower, <laughs> and there's kids playing on the grass in the lawn? <laughs> do you remember that part? I thought to myself, he's gonna run over like three or four kids. He's training them. He's training them to become. <laughs> but he's not. No, he's on lawnmower himself, cutting the grass. I know he's training them. That's a training. You know, you try to get to gotta dodge the freaking lawnmower, man. You gotta learn life skills, dude. If you want to be a millionaire like these two other guys, you gotta learn life skills. Oh boy. Mary, do we have anything else we want to talk about with Santa with muscles before we get into segments? No. I'm good. I'm good. 
All right, so who has a favorite quote they would like to share? I'll share one. This was by a bystander early when uh, Santa Hulk Hogan uh, is getting in a fight with the two bums. There's a bystander goes, watch out, he's got a candy cane. Because <laughs> you know, the only way to really fight a 6'4", 300-some pound guy is with styrofoam candy cane. <laughs> that's, that's what I would grab. <laughs> yeah, I think all props are a styrofoam. Um, mine is, here's my quote. Mine goes like this. Let me tell you something, brother. I'm going to grab Ebner Frost, and I'm going to take him to the Royal Rumble, and I'm going to body slam him. <laughs> Actually, I was in the movie, but I was hoping it would have been something like that. <laughs> Not going to lie, that was, without a doubt, the worst Hulk Hogan impression I've ever heard in my life. What you talking about, brother? It's <laughs> like a Mr. T, a Mr. T did a Hulk Hogan impression. What? I just can't say brother once in a while. I mean, that's good, right? <laughs> all right so hey wait uh, you I, like he, I like that he got his african-american voice in there. that was great <laughs> hey wheezy wait let me have another shot of fireball i really get my voice <laughs> next thing you're gonna turn in a crocodile to do that after the third shot all right That's so, not a candy cane this is a candy cane that was <laughs> that was george jefferson slash hulk hogan sorry my quote is disturbing and it comes from the mad doctor when he said santa you slay me now does anybody know what that means <laughs> no i don't know <laughs> he said it very sensual <laughs> to the point because like i when people say you slay me like slang wise means like oh you're like cracking me up but in the way he said it, it was like oh you slay me like like you give me like fuck me vibes, kind of. It was a weird, <laughs> a weird thing for the doctor to say during a fight. The doctor was weird. Anyways. This isn't like one of these Mormon things, like soaking, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I've been, I've been talking to my wife about soaking, and she's not, she's not a big fan of it. So I just wanted to make sure. Hey, Google it. It's worth a Google. <laughs> <laughs> all right would you um before we do that i we, mean are, are we gonna talk about if this should be a part two to yeah that's what i was gonna ask okay. if this should be remade or a prequel sequel well the only thing i can think of is this they could do a present day sequel and it's called santa with covid starring ellen degeneres and <laughs> 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 she gets amnesia from falling down and tries to give all these orphans COVID. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm just what the fuck idea. was that? <laughs> I'll pass. Pass uh, the movie, okay. So, well, I always like... We can make it into a lesbian porno if you guys really wanted to. That would make it <laughs> well, which would bring in my slutty elf. Um, I always like I to... I don't want to see Alan as a slutty elf. I would like to... Uh, I didn't know. Uh, no, I always like to... Um, put other actors or characters like Keanu Reeves being a bad Santa would be pretty awesome. I think he'd be a great John Wick slash Santa where John Wick gets amnesia (laughs) and thinks he's Santa. Santa? (laughs) No, I want the amnesia part and I want John Wick to get like hit over the head by a Russian. And then he wakes up thinking he's Santa Claus and Come on, that's gold. You can see him, he's like at, he's at like a Walmart with the bell, <laughs> and all of a sudden he starts hitting people with the bell and like slashing their throats and shit. That would yeah. be sweet. 
I like that. TikTok, Mr. Santa Claus. Yes. Um. You killed my dog. That's my. That's my. Rudolph. That's my Keanu Reeves impression. Um, I would like to see a remake of this film starring The Rock. Santa with muscles starring The Rock. And I, I kind of was shocked like, to see that The Rock has not done a Christmas movie I was yet. just going to say, he never did a Christmas movie? He has not. He's been the Tooth Fairy, but he has not been Santa. Wow. It's coming. I'm surprised it's that coming. he hasn't been a... It's coming. It's probably already filmed. We just haven't heard about it yet. Yeah. All right, let's get into uh, user reviews, I guess. Or Drunk High Sober. Yeah, Drunk High Sober, whichever one you want to do first. You have to be drunk or high to watch this movie. If you do, if you don't watch this drunk or high, you are not going to enjoy this fucking movie. Um, definitely high. I mean, drunk also, but high would probably be uh, the only way to watch this movie. I, as someone that watched this movie on a gummy, it was not funny <laughs> for one second. <laughs> and everything when you're high makes you laugh, and this movie somehow... Disprove that. <laughs> so yeah, maybe, I don't know if there's any right way to maybe, watch this movie. Maybe you should watch this movie on steroids. <laughs> maybe that would actually. Maybe that. Maybe we should have a new. We should have a new standard. Instead of having like stars, we'll just have gummies. How many gummies to make this movie good? I think you're on the right track. Where this would be a great movie to watch while you're on the elliptical at Planet Fitness. <laughs> True. <laughs> Come on, brother. One more step. Still <laughs> <laughs> <So> Mr. T. <laughs> How about Mr. T doing Santa? <laughs> I can see Black, Mr. Black T. Santa with yes. muscles. <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> now he's getting Mr. T into, into the different strokes. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> What'd you talk about, Lenny? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> All right. Um, user, yes. uh, user reviews. Now, user reviews, I could actually go for like an hour <laughs> ripping this movie a new asshole because it was brutal. So I just cut off a few of the better ones. This one, um, this one's from Looney Aaron, and he says, Worse than an evening with Bin Laden, Michael Jackson, and Hitler. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's pretty brutal. Um, this is from Bands About Movies. They say, Happy Holidays, brother. Uh, M. Heifer says, The Grinch did not steal Christmas. This film did. <laughs> and TP22 says, Someone please stick one of those crystal lighted crystals in my eyes. <laughs> nice. All right. Does anybody have anything final that they'd like to say about Santa with muscles? Just that they, I don't know why they made the movie, man. So I have no idea. Normally, um, we'll say, you know, like, watch them. You need to watch the movie because, um, if just you, because, if you but don't like, you wouldn't understand what the fuck we're talking about. That's one true. reason. But um, by this point, it's too late. <laughs> you are at this point of our podcast. If you have, um, let's put it this way: if you have kids who are under fourteen, yes, watch this movie with them, and then you can get it. If you have kids under fourteen, then you can watch. I would it. say under twelve, but that's just me. My fourteen-year-old left halfway through the movie. He's like this is or. Stupid. If you're with uh, a grandparent who's over 87, 
then you can watch this too. I'm or sure. Or if enjoy. you're a friend with a WWF wrestler, you can watch this movie with them too, and they would probably enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> or if or your an, roommate or NFL, is or an NFL offensive lineman, or if your roommate is comatose with some kind of brain injury, then you can watch this movie <laughs> also. Good. Only with stroke victims. So we are going to go back to the Christmas movie well for next week, nice. and. We're going to watch a Disney Christmas movie, but I do have to warn you that if you are a mother, do not watch this film because it is highly upsetting. Uh, it's a highly upsetting film for parents uh, in the sense that the lead character is, this, is again, just a terrible human being that uh, doesn't want to come home for Christmas. And that is right. We are watching Disney's I'll Be Home for Christmas starring Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Nice. Oh, you finally got him in there. I know you're trying to get him in there. Well, JTT this Christmas season. Maybe we'll try, maybe we'll try to get a special guest. You're not talking There's about gotta be... Tim Allen. <laughs> I know Jim Allen. I don't know Tim Allen. But... Tim, Tim Allen, you know, start home improvement with this True. gentleman. But, yeah, we should definitely get a special guest. That would be fun. Besides that, is there anything else, anybody? Um, good. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm square. Well, hey, hey guys, uh, our, our B-dubs, keep listening, keep watching, <laughs> put your comments on Facebook, Barely Watchable Podcast. Peace Bye. out. <laughs>